0: From COK Studios and Terry Gross's greenhouse, this is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley.
1: And I'm Dinah Jones-Mallow.
0: On today's show, we'll consider the psychology of voters as part of our Consider the Vote 2016 coverage.
1: We'll also consider some of your questions in a special Ask Alex edition of our Consider Your Health
0: series. And we'll consider that one is the loneliest number that you'll ever do. Mm, Two
1: can be as bad as one. Stay with us. Support for Consider Our Knowledge comes from ZoomTriptravelBot.com, the top-rated travel website for unemployed men, bitter divorcees, sexually active seniors, and bedwetters. ZoomTriptravelBot.com. Tell them Peppo, the vacationing dwarf sent you. And This American Life Insurance, the only life insurance good enough for public radio host Ira Glass. Get a quote on a policy from Ira and his producer, Nancy Updike, today. Visit thislifeinsurance.org.
0: This is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley.
1: And I'm Dinah Jones-Mallow.
0: The past few weeks have seen a great deal of activity on the 2016 campaign trail. In addition to primaries, debates, and speeches, there have also been several candidates who have decided to leave the campaign.
1: Chris Christie, Carla Fiorina, Jeb Bush, and Ben Carson have all suspended their bids for the White House, leaving a smaller Republican field to contend with the seemingly unstoppable force that is Donald Trump. Even Mitt Romney joined the fray last week to denounce Trump as a fraud and a
0: phony. Meanwhile, on the Democratic side, Hillary Clinton has been collecting more delegates than her opponent, Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders.
1: Coverage of the campaign is omnipresent, with articles, videos, and opinions circulating constantly on social media. With the changes to the field of candidates and the intense media scrutiny, the COK team has been investigating how this is affecting the psychology of voters. We'll check in with senior reporter Cordell Nutbrock, who has been interacting with a variety of people. Cordell, how are voters reacting to the latest campaign developments? But it's a mixed bag, Dinah. Obviously, last week was chaotic with Super Tuesday and then the GOP debate that just devolved into yelling about Donald Trump's penis size. Quite.
2: Honestly, I'm less worried about the psychology of the voters and more worried about my own sanity. This campaign is such a freak show. I'm not sure if I can make it until November. I understand. What are the
1: voters saying in reaction to the crazy goings-on in the Republican race? Most of
2: the people I've spoken to are idiots, Dinah. They don't seem to have any problem with how the GOP race is developing into an infantile scream fest. In fact, they like it. Here are some opinions from Trump supporters after
0: last week's debate. I bet that Rubio has like the smallest penis ever. That's why he went after Donald like that. I hope they'll just whip him out in the next debate so there's no question. You don't have all that real estate money and stuff if you're not fully loaded down there. <laughs>
2: What does that have to do with this election? Trump rules! Baba booey, baba booey! Trump's the man! He's so much richer than those other guys! Well, how does that translate into being a good president? I just said he's rich! What are you, Dav? No! Hey, stupid! Trump's the man! He's gonna waterboard your ass! What are you, a Muslim? Most of my exchanges with Trump supporters were basically just repeats of those two. I had two monster energy drinks thrown in my face, and a large woman in a Trump hat gave me a wedgie when she found I wasn't an American. I'm so sorry, Cordell. It's quite all right. At least the Ted Cruz supporters were a little nicer. Well, were they less crazy? Oh, not at all. I heard a woman say Jesus seven times in one sentence when I asked her why she thought Cruz won Texas on Super Tuesday. I also tried to find some Marco Rubio and John Kasich supporters, but there weren't any, sadly.
1: What about on the Democratic side?
2: It's not quite as crazy, but the millennials supporting Bernie Sanders are getting a little annoying. Oh, how so? Just listen to this. Bernie's the man. He reminds me of my Uncle Jerry. When he yells, it's like so funny. Well, what do you like about Senator Sanders' policies? Huh?
3: Oh, he's so rumpled, just like my pop-pop. You just want to give him a great big hug. Do you? I hear he has bad breath. Oh, oh, never mind then.
2: Wait, are you even old enough to vote?
3: Um, uh, no.
2: So you see, there's just not a lot of substance from voters on either side.
3: I see
1: that what you said before was correct. Most of these people are indeed idiots.
2: Well, I guess I'll just have to keep hope alive that more intelligence will prevail by the conventions. We'll pray for you, Cordell. No need. The Ted Cruz supporters already are, even though I'm an immigrant.
1: That was senior political reporter Cordell Nutbrock. For more coverage of the 2016 presidential election, look literally anywhere, anytime.
0: You're listening to Consider Our Knowledge. Now we turn to our Consider Your Health series. Thankfully, we can depart from campaign talk for a bit now that Alex Truman is back with us to take some of your burning health questions.
3: Glad to be here, Cotter.
0: I'm glad you're here, too, and I'm glad to not be covering the presidential campaign for a change. Listeners had a lot of questions for you, and we tried to pare it down to the best ones. So let's just get into it. Sounds good. This first one is an email from Lucy. She's wondering about Donald Trump's health care plan. ...and how it might affect Americans if he gets elected. Really? Yes. Talk to the intern. I thought we had some real health questions.
3: Ugh, I, I guess it's technically a health question. Lucy, while I obviously cannot know exactly how Mr. Trump's plan will work... ...the version he has posted on his website troubles me. Trump's plan leaves a lot up to interpretation, which isn't that dissimilar to the rest of his campaign... Because of my dozens of pre existing conditions, I fear that under a Trump health care plan, I would have trouble getting
0: coverage. Yeah, there seems to be a lot of tax loopholes in his plan.
3: Yes, and it is very vague with regard to those loopholes. I only hope that Mr. Trump's loopholes don't end up negatively affecting the loopholes in my large intestine. My ulcers would not be covered under his plan. I'm sorry. Just talking about Trump gets the bile flowing even more.
0: Okay, well, let's move on to the next question, then. It's from Scotty in Sacramento.
3: Hi, Alex. I I watched a TED Talk the other day from Bill Gates about how the world is really unprepared for the next global pandemic. Is he right? Bill Gates is correct, but I don't think he went far enough in his TED Talk. It's nice that the Gates Foundation is doing so much to help eradicate AIDS and educate the world about health concerns, but he should just hurry up and buy everyone in the world a hazmat suit because things are going to go south in a big way. And when they do, I'll be in my germ-free clean room saying, "I told you so."
2: Is it really going to be that
3: bad? I hope I'm wrong. I'm not. But I must give kudos to Bill and Melinda Gates. Their work might limit the next pandemic to five of the seven continents. What?
2: What?
0: Which continents?
3: Thanks for your call, Scotty. Hey, wait!
0: Finally, we have an email from Harriet. She just wants to know who you plan to vote for in the next presidential election. I really thought we were going to avoid campaign talk for this segment. Ryan?
3: It's all right. It's all right. I have a health-related answer. I've never voted in a presidential election and will probably never vote in one until they allow online ballots. The thought of touching a voting machine that has been coughed on, sneezed on, licked and handled by God knows who is not something I ever want to do.
0: Well, now that you put it that way, it does seem a little gross.
3: Indeed it is. And that's why I have only ever voted by mail until last year when I developed a serious paper allergy. No, no. I won't be able to vote again until they let us do it online, which is fine by me this election year. I'd honestly rather pick between Zika, Lassa fever, and Hantavirus than some of the people running for president.
0: Well, if things keep going the way you say they are, maybe you'll get to do both, Alex.
3: Touché, Cutter.
0: That was Consider Your Health with Alex Truman. That's all for this week's episode of Consider Our Knowledge. If you'd like more from the best-looking news team in public radio, visit our website, considerourknowledge.com, for more news and stories. You can also like us on Facebook and get breaking news from our team on Twitter, at consider our know. The podcast is available for download at iTunes and at Stitcher Radio at stitcher.com. And when you download, make sure to leave us a rating and a review. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Connor Bentley.
2: Most of the people I've spoken to are idiots. Dinah.
0: (laughs) 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 Including (laughs) myself. Including myself, which I've forgotten how to read.